We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Welcome back to Hard Reads, guys. I am TK Breezy here with Austi, and we are here to talk about your favorite stuff, petty drama. What's really good? How you doing, Austi? <laughs> I'm good, man. I, I'm, I'm fantastic. Man, what is... What happened over the weekend, man? Like, what, what, what went wrong? I just, there's a lot. There's a lot that went wrong. And it wasn't even like, so there's a lot that went wrong in like, uh, I just, I don't know, man. Like, it's really hard to explain because I feel like it's stuff that went wrong that technically wasn't that big of a deal, but it was like, oh, well, we're going to make it a big deal. So here we are. Uh, but, you know, I, as far as DreamHack goes, you know, I had a good time there. Um, I'm not sure if I'm going back. And I will tell you why as soon as I oh. put this tweet out. I'm very earnest to learn because I know you casted Brawlhalla while you're there. I, I think, right? Oh, I mean, Brawlhalla is great. Uh, yeah, yeah. Truth be told, okay. um, I, I, I actually did never, I didn't watch DreamHack at all this weekend. So okay. I, I literally just found the results from like looking on the Twitter feeds later on. But yeah. I, I'm, I'm gonna plan to watch the footage later on, obviously. But I just like, I just, it didn't, for some reason, I just didn't have an interest. And DreamHack this week, past weekend. And I'm not sure why. Just yeah. Out. So, uh, so this is the biggest thing about uh, about uh, DreamHack for me, for me personally. Before we get into like all the other dumb stuff that happened, sure. For me personally, DreamHack was probably like the worst working conditions I've ever had to work in, and that's crazy because of DreamHack. But like, uh, so you know, every time that me and Rod had to commentate, uh, we always hit the last block, which is like that was fine. I'm used to doing the last block. You know, close out with your strongest people, whatever, whatever, right? But it, our, uh, because the schedule kept running behind, we kept having to commentate against a live fucking EDM concert. <laughs> oh, my God. So, oh, like... Oh, no. So, like, you could probably hear it in most of the matches, but it was, I mean, it was booming in the background. And I was like, bro, there's no, there's no way. 
And so because you know how it's the EDM concert and shit, you know, you're going to hear the guy going off or whatever. It's like whatever, whatever. It's crazy. But also the smoke machine is going crazy. So now I'm in the back commentating when I can barely hear. I can't breathe. Uh, some of the matches were kind of boring. I was like, man, ah. So like at the end of every night, I felt like I was in the fucking worst mood I've ever been in. Uh, but it was sad too because like, it wasn't like the regular EDM, you know, Twitch party EDM, the, the sound of every streamer's break screen. It was like the good EDM, like the acceptable EDM that makes you want to dance. And so like now I'm stuck commentating like Sonic versus like Olimar and I can't go out and dance. <laughs> and by the time I'm done commentating, I don't want to dance anymore because I'm tight. It was it was something, man. Bro, you're like commentating, but all you're thinking about is that you want to like just not, it's like the last thing you want to be doing right now because you just want to go yeah. be having fun. And yeah. that, it's such a huge distraction. Uh, I, I definitely, I casted a gig once where there was wrestling going on in the background and it was like, they had a giant crowd. Everyone was screaming and it's just like, it distracts you. <laughs> it's, it's when it's louder than what you're hearing in your ear, it sucks. So I can definitely relate to that. I'm sorry that happened to you. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you do the best that you can. So, I mean, we, we did, we made it work, but no, no other caster was casting at the time. I think we were casting. I'm pretty sure all the other games ended at like a, a solid 6 PM. Did it but go Smash over? had to share stage and oh. uh, Mewtwo King entered both games and you know how that goes. So. Why is it always Mewtwo King? <laughs> Why uh, is it always him? I mean, it wasn't 100% on him, but he definitely, you know, Mewtwo King enter, entering both games will always be an issue because, you know, he always wants to hand warmer for 30 minutes as well as, mm -hmm. like, him, you know, having to go uh, back and forth. So, yeah, I mean, could it have been better? Sure. You know what I'm saying? But for the most part, like, I'm not going to sit here and complain all day. I just, I think that we kind of got shafted on our, like, blocks. Mm -hmm. My bro hollow blocks were great. And I'm glad that those are great. I had to do one with Flambeau, and neither one of us are, like, super big into Brawlhalla, but I realized that, like, I actually know a shit ton about that game, so I can, like, I can somewhat carry, but I'd rather, like, stay with one of the, like, main Brawlhalla casters so they can talk about, like, the scene and stuff. That's what I like to do when it comes to commentating games I'm not, like, super big in. Like, if I do Tekken, I want to do it, like, with Tasty Steve or Rip. If I do Melee, I want to do it with, like, with um with DJ or Chillin', because, you know, they've been in the, in the system or in the uh, community for a while, so it's, like, anytime... I have a question we can now make a good back and forth because of the question right like it, it, when it when it's not your main game like i should be you want to be with someone that is their main game because it, it's yeah. way more fun i think it's more fun that way because then you're with someone who's very passionate about it yeah um concerning flambo like he's been in uh brawlhalla for a while like he he's talked to me how he like casts like online gigs from home and gets paid for it so yeah, just, man I mean, that's the dream <laughs> it's definitely the dream that's what i got for the Tekken event so that was lit but uh, yeah, man, basically, we've just been, uh, you know, we've been, we've been trying to, like, I guess make it, that's the real uh, play for commentary now is to, like, stay, to be able to stay home and still make money, you know? Like, I, I like traveling, of course, right? You know, getting on the planes, yeah. getting all those points. I'm about to hit Diamond this year for the first time. Diamond? That's great. Yeah, bro. Yeah, bro. Yeah, Ooh, you know what happened? Brother. I wanted to get close to Diamond, and then I picked up, like, four different gigs right in December, and I was looking, and I was doing the math, and I was like, that's Diamond, baby. Well, yeah, what does that uh, get you, like, first class, like, every flight, or what? Pretty much. Uh, like, I'm already in the area where I get Comfort Plus. Like, I buy a regular seat and just upgrade it to Comfort Plus for free. But now I'm, like, at the top of the first class, um, the first class, uh, you know, update stuff. So, basically, if anyone isn't didn't buy a first class seat, I'm taking it. So, I'm... I'm hype, bro. Up there drinking champagne, like yeah, bro. They've been trying to get you fucking lit in first class too. Oh. I got a couple <laughs> first class updates on uh, on um, platinum, 
And that lady comes through. She'll come, they'll come through before the flight even takes off. And like, if you finish that drink, they'll get you another one. I'm like, can y'all calm down? Like, it's a five hour flight. I have time, you know, to really get some drinks here. I mean, you're on a plane. That's going to mess you up like hardcore when you're that yeah, high man. in the air. Yeah. I, I, I've only been in first class once. And when I did, they offered me wine like before it took off like you. But I didn't know it was I didn't realize I didn't realize that I was in first class because it was like an hour long flight. And I was like, oh, no, it's OK. And they looked at me weird. Like, are you sure you don't want it? So I, I, I goofed. So next time I know. Yes, yeah, it's, it's pretty cool, too. Like there's one time I actually shared before we get back on top. There's one time uh, I was at a place with Tori and I got upgraded to first class, but I didn't want to because I was trying to sit with Tori. So right. I just went back there to sit with her. And then a girl came back and she was like, oh, I was like, yeah, if you want a better seat, I'll give you my first class seat. And she was like, what? She's like, she's like, you don't have to tell me twice or something. So she popped off and get the front sass. And then like when we got off the plane, she waited for us and gave us a hug. And I was like, man, that must have been a really good first class experience. <laughs> like, goddamn. Uh, but anyway, so yeah, overall, the dream hack, you know, as a tournament, it was great. Like if you like a bunch of games, I uh, you know, I watched a decent amount of high-res stuff. I watched uh some some of the TFT stuff. I actually just watched some league stuff too, but uh, but as far as the fighting game side of things, yeah, they definitely need to work on, I guess, the the schedule. And maybe we need to start a little earlier. So that way we're, we're not going against a big concert. Uh, but yeah, that was an issue. Uh, speaking of issues, more things that came out of DreamHack. Uh, two separate beefs. So you got the longstanding Samsora and Esam beef, which I thought was just fake, but it's now it's kind of kind of real. Uh, and then the Tweak versus Wrath's girlfriend <laughs> beef. Uh, <laughs> it's more, you know, more of what was going on. Now, I read his tweet longer. You know, he said that, they were talking about emotional coaching. They said that some people were yelling things out. And I mean, like, honestly, dude, like, there is a level, there is a definitely a fine line between what's coaching and what's just, you know, standard cheering. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, me saying you got this or, you know, me saying, like, you know, calm down. To me, I think that's, like, that's whatever, right? But, like, me saying, like, oh, he's going to roll from the ledge. He's always rolling from the ledge, you know, like that's definitely coaching, especially if he's you can gonna hear jump. Me. He's yeah, gonna like, jump. That's, if he's, if you catch uh, someone else's like habit, like if I jump from the ledge all the time and you actually say he's gonna jump, like I don't care what you're saying, I don't care how you try to downplay that. That was you watching me intently, realizing what option I'm picking the most, and now saying what is the most probable option that I pick. That makes sense to me. But you know, saying stuff like "Yo, let's go," like "Yo, you got this," "Yo, you know," like you know, keep it, uh, you know patience you know little stuff like that like that's that's not really coaching that's that's regular ass you know jeering and, and cheers that you'll probably hear from any esport mm. to me do you think tweak used it as an excuse for his loss or did you think he actually like had a huge problem with it i think it's a little bit of both i definitely think that uh i definitely think that tweak is not really good at uh <laughs> the switching at the bottom is killing me no. i think tweak, <laughs> uh I don't, I don't think tweak is um as good as like just you know accepting a loss, and you can you can tell in his gameplay too, because like when he's slapping, god damn it, when he's slapping, <laughs> um, like tweak the, all the confidence is in his gameplay, but like it's the same thing when you see him go to game four with Leo, and then Leo destroys him in game four because he lost like a very tight game three, like he was this close to mm -hmm. three owing Leo, and now because he lost one, he's like I can't do it, and then he gets popped, bopped. But yeah, I think it's a little bit of both. I think sometimes Tweak just needs to sit back and realize, like, look, dude, man, like, sometimes I'm just not on my A game. That doesn't make me less of a good player, uh, but it just means I wasn't on my A game today. So that's one of the things that I, I learned from Tekken is that they always say, like, it's not about who's the best. It's about who's the, who's the best this day. Because there's a lot of competition 
for who was the best second player like of all time but as far as who is the best second player currently like the uh it's always a toss-up you know you have arson lash slapping slapping all the time he goes to evo but then he says like that pakistan actually has better players than him and then you have knee all over the place who's just slapping all the tournaments but then you know he's also uh succumbed to a couple of losses as well so it really is about being the best that day no, I, I totally agree with that. Uh, mentality is such an important thing in competition, but like, I, I don't want to like discredit Tweak from it. Like, he, his complaints are a lot of his complaints were valid. You know, like you know, there was like like loud EDM in the background, not distracting him. There were no nowhere to plug his headphones in, uh, even though I heard that you could plug your headphones there in. Was, I'm not sure what the place to plug headphones in. Okay, so that looked like a little bit invalid. But the thing that I think he, he probably just didn't find it, but yeah, there was the, there, or maybe he got the like one rare setup that didn't have it. But there was those little mixer things you can definitely plug into. Oh, dope. Yeah, like the the problem with, for, that I had with the twit longer him just tweeting that out. Like I get it, he just wanted to he, he had frustration he wanted to vent. Like I understand. But he is a professionally paid player, literally the second best player in the world. And he has a monthly salary on top of, you know, being able to fly a tournament and he makes money off of that. And that's, that's his job. It's his full-time job. And he didn't, he made it in the twit longer. He didn't, he didn't bother going to a TO at all. If, I, I, I guess, I don't know, maybe he just didn't feel comfortable doing that. But if you're actually a professional player and you don't exercise your right to like address a rule with the to so that the t it, the burden's down the to and not you th then i don't know what you're doing so I, he said next time he's gonna start addressing the to so i hope that does happen but like pe people that gotta stop being afraid to approach a to if there's something wrong with the match in my yeah. opinion so yeah, yeah. that's uh, my sense on it i mean i'm with that like i, I don't really you know, I don't really see why you wouldn't post it here. Like, they're pretty much your your first stop for any issues that you have going on with the tournament. That's why mm -hmm. they're called tournament organizers. But, yeah, I don't know, man. Maybe he just wasn't feeling it by the time it happened. But, like, yeah, that that in itself, uh, I think that might have been a big deal. You know, him not being able to hear maybe the game or him not being able to uh, drown everybody else behind him. Mm -hmm. However, the emotional coaching, I'm not with that because I, you know – Maybe B wouldn't have done this, and maybe that's just not her style. But I feel like it'd be the same thing as if, like, you know, he just popped off and, like, B was like, you know, let's go, babe. Like, you know, like, oh, he's, you know what I'm saying? Like, what's the – maybe that's not her style, though. So like, maybe he's just not used to that. But I think that's unfair to tell someone's girlfriend to shut up because she's mm -hmm. cheering. But, like, he didn't say that. What I'm saying is, like, that's, like, the language that we're using by talking about emotional coaching. She like, was giving him like, a back rub. Do not talk. <laughs> yeah, like, do not talk and do not be supportive of your man while he's playing this game. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> I don't really know how a back rub is powering him up to the point where he was going to win the set if he wasn't going to win it before. How was he not see? How was he seeing it? Like, was he looking in between stocks mid the middle of the game? Was he distracted by it? Like, that's he what was I big was. Sad. He was big sad. He looked big, over. And he was sad. like, "Man, where's my girl at?" Where's me? I did feel bad for Tweak because like the FGC clowned the crap out of him after he made that tweet longer. That uh, should. I think I should as far as yeah. that as far as that point, the 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 emotional coaching point. I think that was probably the dumbest thing I've ever read. However, <laughs> everything else that he said was valid. Yeah. No, a hundred percent. like and, and you know how people are on Twitter. They want to cash into those retweets and likes, so they repost the same stuff. Like kids these days in Smash would never last in the FGC or stuff like that. So it's like we've never read that before. So I had to cash that those, those little likes and so 
Yeah, I smashed United said He said, I think bringing up the back rub is the reason why uh, this thing turned into a farce. Too focused. Uh, took focus off his other gripes. His other gripes were 100% valid. Yes. That I just, I, I cannot, there's not a, a, you know, a time I've ever lost and been, and I feel like I'd be upset about like, why was your girlfriend here, bro? It was you like a, saying, like, it was like an offhand comment, I think, from Twig. I don't think he didn't want anyone to focus on it. I think he just like typed, I can imagine like at the keyboard, just texting away or on his phone, just uh, typing away and just yeah. ranting as far, you know, not proofreading or anything, just ranting and send tweet, you know. So he probably just added that ink because it was a thought that entered his head. And then dad I've became the focus. I've definitely had like that happen to me, though. Like, not with, like, the emotional coaching, but, like, with mm-hmm. the people being too close and, like, distracting me from the game. Like, there, I remember back when I was in the Smash 4 days, I had to play against Tremendo Dude, and both of the games were dumb close, and I was actually in the lead, but then, like, the rest of Florida showed up. And, <laughs> then. and like, <laughs> and I had, no, I had no MDVA behind me. So, like, any time, like... Anytime he hit me, even if it was like a get up attack, oh, let's go, let's go. And like, so it that's started intimidating, distracting me. dog. Like, that's, uh, that can actually be intimidating. Yeah, bro. But so I get, I, get that like, I get that point, but no one was like touching me. No one was touching him. Yeah. You know, his, if he had a girlfriend, she wasn't there giving him back rub. Like, I don't, you know, I didn't, uh, I didn't blame my loss on the, on anybody, but the fact that I didn't, I wasn't able to tune that out. Yeah. And that's part of the game sometimes, you know, just having, having the crowd, like you're on a stage or even not on stage, you're like in, in the tournament, you know? Yeah. It's and I mean, I, I could hear the setup too. Like my, I don't like playing without sound. So if I can't hear the setup, that sucks, but I could hear the setup. So that was fine. But I could also hear them. And that was like, mm. fuck, you know what I'm saying? Like, damn it. I need to get better at like playing with shit behind me. You know what I mean? Like if you guys want to play with no sound, then we need, we need to start ha- hosting our tournaments on golf fields or something. I don't know. Like, you know, just start golf vibing <laughs> in the background. Like, you know, say just every like, time you like you're looking for an edge guard and not a single commentator says a word until the spike lands and it's like, oh, yeah, fantastic <laughs> spike. spike. <laughs> That's up for the spike and nice. Oh man. <laughs> oh damn. So yeah, I forgot. Yeah, I had to play. Um, I had to play. Uh, at SU uh, Reno is Falco, but yeah, I had some of my boys behind me and they were cheering as well. But the, the thing is, though, I don't actually want peer pool cheering for me either. So, as much as you may think that like that distracts you, it distracts me too because, like, do you get nervous? No, it's not even that. It's like you have to be cheering for the right shit. I, I hate when people cheer for every hit. <laughs> like, if I spike someone, I want I want to hear ooze, but like, if I do a standard ass like up throw up air after someone did like an F smash on my shield, I don't want to hear shit. Like, I don't like, you know, what I mean, I don't want to hear you shit. Like, that's a basic ass punish. You throw a projectile and nix him for two damage. Oh, let's go! <laughs> oh man, yeah, just just like if I get like cool stuff, like I get like a soccer ball spike from across the stage. Yeah, man, pop off for that. But if I just you know if I get a regular ass dash attack with you, you on stage, I don't want to hear. That. I don't know, man. I, I'm not gonna tell people not to cheer. It is it's just something that like I don't want people to think that like I power up off that. I don't. You know what I'm saying? So that's not a thing. You just hear Nairo mashing in the background. Just that's, have a Nairo mash is too clean. I gotta I gotta, I gotta ask him how he does it, man. He's too nice. It's about like I don't know. They they move the controller as well as mash at the same time. I don't know how to explain it. It's yeah. uh I can't do it. I cannot replicate that nonsense. It's yeah. they're 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 crazy. <laughs> um, so yeah, so I mean, I, I, as bottom line for that, like I just I don't know, man. Tweak's got a he's got a man up at this point in time. Like yeah. I, I feel like he's you know he's probably had to deal with a lot being a top player. We're in a different grind, but I know people just you know he gets a lot of hate. People always cheer against you because you're a you know, you're top three in the world. Uh, and But the thing is, like, all the great players have had to deal with that. MKLeo gets cheered against, like, constantly. Zero got cheered against constantly. Armada was getting cheered against constantly. Hbox is still getting cheered against constantly, even though he's not, he hasn't been winning as much. You know, like, it's just, 
it's the sign of the times. People like to see the underdog story. And the only time I feel like, like I feel like if Nairo won more tournaments or Mango and Nairo won more tournaments, people would eventually start cheering against them too. But mm-hmm. no, they're, they're like, they're like one-offs. They're everyone's favorite because, you know, when they win a tournament, it's like a good day for both Smash communities, right? <laughs> uh, but if they were to win everything all the time, it'd be a different story. So you need variety. Yeah. Um, crowd pop off after perfect deep breathing. <laughs> like, <laughs> just, I want to, that's the that's one thing I would love to hear though, is when I'm doing a deep breathing, I want to hear people behind me also. <gasps> that shit, was, that, <laughs> that shit would actually kill me, bro. You get the slow one. So it's like coming real slow. So like the audience, there's just tension. You cut the, t- cut the tension with a knife and you finally oh, get God. it. Just giant pop off, man. That, that would actually that. destroy me. So <laughs> lose focus. Yeah, but let me read this before we get into the next part. So Emmer Emmer Emmanirsi said, "Yeah, that's the thing I have uh, with most crowds I see on stream, especially uh, on secondary streams being streamed by other players. No sound setup, and player A hits player B, and you hear fuck, keep it going, baby. <laughs> Let's keep <laughs> riding that shit.' <laughs> I like what Flup was saying Salem, uh, and literally every three uh, seconds, someone in the crowd was like, "Let's go, Flup! I get cheering for your boy, but uh, people shout and get stoked on every little thing." Yeah, bro. That's actually that's actually mad true. Even locally, uh, people around here complain about being uh, being PR because they get cheered against that fifty man weekly. Yeah, it's rough. It's rough when you're like, it's rough when you're expected to win. Basically, the Smash Mini people always want the upset and the underdog. So, the holidays are almost here, and you know what that means? Gifts. And what better gift to give the guy in your life than a stylish shirt that fits just right? Unlike most brands, Untucked shirts are actually designed to be worn untucked. Untucked shirts always fall at just the right length, no matter his size, so he can look casual and sharp. Ever seen an untucked button down? They look bad. Why? Because they weren't meant to be worn that way. Thankfully, there's Untuck It. The original button-down shirt actually designed to be worn untucked. No matter your size or shape, Untuck It shirts are always at the perfect untucked length. And with holidays near, there's no better gift for your favorite guy who needs an upgrade. With over 50 fit combinations, Untucked shirts look great on tall, short, slim, and athletic guys of all ages. You can find your favorite Untuck It style online or check out one of their 80 brick and mortar stores. Choose from styles like wrinkle-free button-downs, super soft flannels, outerwear, and more. With Untuck It, your shirts will never look baggy, bulgy, too long, too big, or anything again. And their website is so easy to use. They even have a whole page devoted to helping you find your fit. So whether you're shopping for the perfect holiday gift or just trying to craft a smart, relaxed style of your own, Untuck It is the way to go. Visit UntuckIt.com and use code BLUE for 20% off at checkout. That's U-N-T-U-C-K-I-T.com and promo code BLUE for 20% off. Uh, moving on, though, uh, we have to talk about two top players who are now currently, you know, beefing. They're actually, they actually blocked each other. Uh, well, actually, I think Isam blocked Samsora, but I think the thing is, there's a lot of history behind this, and this really, really starts to me with the summit. So, Isam, uh, for whatever reason, you guys got to stop posting whatever you're posting. You're getting, man, you're getting slapped up. Isam, for whatever reason, is more upset that Samsora is being like rude to him on Twitter. Uh, when I feel like it's interesting to me that he would be upset by that when he was rude to him in real life at Summit on stream with a bunch of people watching. Like the the logic doesn't sit there for me because I'm like, you literally got on a live stream and called the man a bitch, and you think that call holds less weight than uh, him making fun of you on Twitter now. Granted, I'm not saying Sam Sora's in the right. I think that, like, you know, the petty jabs are getting a little old, too. I'll give him that. I'll give Esam that. The petty jabs are getting a little old. But, like, that's Esam's 
persona. Esam has always been like, you know, he's he's this or that. Like if he's fucking you up or he thinks he's gonna fuck you up, he's gonna say that. But if you fuck him up and he'll say that. Like he's not he never really downplays his losses like in a way where he's like, I didn't, you know, I didn't get body. Like, oh that was, you know, I didn't get body. I just I was playing bad or whatever. And like he may he may say he's playing bad, but he'll at least give his opponent the props. But I don't see how, you know, Sam Sword taking jabs at him on Twitter is any worse than him taking jabs at him in real life. Uh, and then continuing to bring that shit up later when he was like, we were playing, like, he'd be playing friendlies with people. And then every time he, like, Samsor was like an earshot, he'd be like, yeah, man, because, you know, I'll play friendlies with anybody, especially at Summit. And it's like, all right, dude, like, we get it, bro. Like, he didn't play friendlies with you because uh, Mutace is his friend and he didn't want you to get the practice before you got in the match. And you still should have won that match anyway, but USD game four and gave Mutace a bonus game, which is, uh, which is why you end up losing the game five anyway, so. Yeah, uh, just I I just can't believe that the beef started from fake beef. Like they they or, or I forget who claimed that or so, someone stated that they they wanted to create a rivalry just for attention, and then he went too far. So then he took it personally. So yeah, but like I feel like it's where it is is interesting to me because I feel like it's one of those things where Esam definitely brought up where he was like always bringing up the fact that like, oh, Peach is mad good, blah, 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 blah. But then he's also saying the same thing about Pikachu and how Pikachu's busted and he feel like the character's top three or top five or whatever the fuck. And then, so when Samsora claps back with, you can't even win with your top five character, after Esam has already said all this stuff about Peach, that is like an appropriate and perfect level cap, uh, clap back. Like, yes. you're always talking about how good your character is and how good my character is, but I'm winning with my character and you're not winning with your character. So either your character is not as good as, as you say it is, or you're not as good as you think you are. And I was like, well, I mean, <laughs> you know Where, I mean? where's the lie? Like, <laughs> it's tough because you, you know how it is, man. People want to raise their brand awareness. They want to, they, it's good to get the attention because people are talking about you. It's like, look at Salem, for instance. No, if, if Salem didn't start that beef with Melee, he would not even be talked about that much, you know, like he would yeah. not, not very rarely, but because he did, he has attention on him sometimes, even though he's not like winning tournaments. And yeah. I think Esam, not saying because he, Esam has won a tournament and he has been doing good in the past lately, not as much, but like, you know, he still gets more attention on him because he does that. But yeah. he's, you got to take the punches, man. Like you can't, you can't bitch about someone tweeting at you, it, stuff like that. Like you, you take it in stride. That, that that's how you could like try to, not not trying to say like take the moral high ground like I, it's good to see fighting and seeing rivalries in smash but the way this one is coming out like it's not that fun to see like yeah, i i, I don't know smash like literally yeah. battle it in smash <laughs> just do another first to ten you fucking god oh man it's uh, coming up like do it then you know <laughs> he, uh it's, it might have been i mean i can see that uh kala meowsis says was he extra sensitive because of his birthday i mean maybe like i don't want to yeah. I want to have a good birthday too without people shitting on me, but I don't know, man. Esam is like, he's got this, he's got this attitude, not this attitude. He's got this aura or this demeanor that he carries himself with that. I feel like it has made people like who don't know him easy to not like him. Cause you'd think he's just cocky, but like I've known him for years and he's actually one of my boys. You know what I'm saying? Like Sam Sora is my son for sure, but I've known Esam for longer and that's one of my boys. So I don't really have like bias in this. I'm just seeing it from like what I think, is unwarranted so 
you know, did I think him calling Sam Sora a bitch was unwarranted? Yeah, but you did it, and I was like, it's whatever. But I think him also crying about, like, whatever's going on now between him and Sam Sora is also unwarranted after, you know, fueling the fire. Like, you can't, you know what I'm saying? Like, you can't light the match and then be like, wow, dude, my house is on fire. Like, that's, <laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't work like that, you know? Um, that's crazy. Yeah. Man, I just, the only way this could end well is again the money match happening or them like fighting each other like or in smash obviously not in real life oh my god yeah i don't um, want to see that yeah no i don't think anyone does um but yeah I'd, I'd like to see more rivalries in general though so this is even though it's not exactly it, it feels weird because it started off fake i think that's what, what makes this whole situation weird it started off okay. fake and now it became real out of nowhere yeah, it's probably my fault too, man. We were talking mad shit on commentary. Rip. Oh, really? <laughs> man, remember, uh, remember uh, the East Sam first Sam Sora money match? Oh, you mean, oh, you mean oh, the money? Oh, yeah. Yeah, good times. Good times. I'll never forget that ending, dude. I'll never forget the ending to that, that freaking set. Speaking of, man, let me tell y'all. Um, uh, this is how great my son is, okay? He gave me $80 for it's commentating true. I the saw set. That. You were you were so dumbstruck when he gave it to you. You were just like, "What? Oh, okay." That's <laughs> like Cody was the mad. payoff, bro. Cody was mad, dude. He was like, "Wait, I oh, I hyped man. you up." Like, you didn't get any money at all. I think another money match between them would be funny. I feel like they should do a doubles money match, and it should be mute. Ooh. Well, I guess they can't do it anymore because Mutes and, Th- and uh, NVD are on the same team. But it would be Sam and NVD versus Mutes and uh, Sam Sora. That would have been funny, but. It is what it is, man. No one even cares about devils anyway. You guys act like y'all do until y'all don't. Sad boys. And when you don't have tournaments focused on doubles, it's kind of hard to care. Unfortunately, I want my first tournament as doubles here. So yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we uh, me and Sam, we slapped some people up. I want my well, I want my first ultimate tournament. I've won a uh, doubles tournaments before, but yeah, I won my first doubles tournament uh, here two weeks ago. So it's only it's only like eight teams, but uh, so we did a round robin, but we beat every team, uh, every yeah. team. So that's all that matters. Uh, doubles is lit yeah, it just no one cares about it so it doesn't get like think, the, the meta doesn't progress you know i think right now the issue with doubles there is no issue with doubles i think the, the issue is that smash 4 left a really really bad taste in everyone's mouth for doubles and now everyone's just like forget doubles uh but i love doubles um you know what i'm saying i wanted i would try to do a doubles only tournament but you know it is what it is doubles is what's holding us back from esports man you bro, know? we we should be doing four v four. What do you mean? Like I'm saying, bro, people want to see league, uh, league smash. That's what people bro, really want to see. So, can you imagine like a tournament with four v four items on, like big ass stage? Like people would watch that. I think. I, I don't think it'd I'd be very. I, I'd watch it. I, I probably wouldn't want to watch it for long. Like I wouldn't want to watch it a year from now. But <laughs> I, if there was I like a don't like. I don't like people saying squad strike over doubles because I don't really like squad strike. I think squad strike is boring as fuck because I don't like. Uh. One, it's just another version of singles. And two, I really like seeing people adjust with their regular character. So, like, mm. if I get blown up stock one and then I still win the game off of, like, stock three, I think that's, like, way cooler than uh, than watching, all right, well, my Roy got blown up. Time to use my Joker. You know, like, I want to see your Roy come back and really make some shit happen. But it is what it is. I used to be on that bandwagon until Pound uh, because I commentated Squad Strike in pools, yeah, pound, and it was the most boring thing ever. <laughs> and th- and then top eight happened, 
and it started off kind of like whatever, but then it got to like winners finals, and I, I don't remember who it was. It was Mars against uh, Esam, maybe. I, I'm not sure. No, it wasn't Esam. It was Mars for someone, and it was really fun to watch because the, you could tell that Mars was good with all the characters that he used. And he, it was also five characters instead of three. Wow. So yeah, so you saw Mars busting out ice climbers, and he was actually doing wild shit with the character. And it was it was a lot of fun because you're just constantly talking about this character and that character. And when they're really good with all five characters, it's actually insanely entertaining. The only problem is not that many people are good with that many characters. So it's only until like the high, high levels, you know, like in the finals, top four or something. So yeah. before top four, I think Squad Strike is the most boring thing on to watch because of I can that. See that. But, but once you have a player that's really, you know, versatile and is good with a lot of characters, it's actually pretty fun. Man, if they ever, so, see, if they ever just put in Smash Run again, I would run a bracket for that. Bro, I I was waiting for the the I was waiting for the hundred player smash run, you know? The battle royale. You just have this giant ass map, a hundred players dive in and they go ham. Unfortunately, Nintendo's internet cannot hold that down. So <laughs> Hell no. you know, if they ever get a server, maybe, but no, that's just we're not doing that. We're just not having that happen. So unfortunate for us, but you know, maybe next time. They did it with Tetris, man. They could do it with Smash. Why do they keep telling me Disney Plus keeps trying to get me to activate, but I've already done this. All right, oh, you, got, whatever. You, you got Disney Plus, man? Yeah, bro, I had to. I mean, it's free. I got Verizon. What? Yeah, bro. It's free for a year. You ain't know that? If you're if you're if you have the internet or the phone plan? Phone? If you have unlimited, uh at least on your phone. Uh I'm then, about to look yeah. this up free. Like I'll say yeah, I, I don't know it was gonna I, be free. We watched the first episode of Mandalorian last night, me and Tori. Uh or actually I probably have to get her to come back over so we can watch the second episode because I'm not trying to be behind, you know what I'm saying? But anyway. Uh, yeah, man. So that's it for Twitter versus uh, IRL relationships. Dude, just, you know what I mean? Like, whatever you do in person is definitely worse than what you do online. But don't be a shitter online and then not back it up in person. I just, I'm not really about, that's the one thing I'm definitely not about is when people are like talking mad shit online and then they never say nothing to you in per uh, person. Like, if you don't like me, and this is the thing, if you don't like people, the best thing to do is to just put it out there that you guys do not vibe and then that's it go your separate ways there's certain people in this community that i will never talk to again because i don't need to because we don't vibe i don't fuck with you you don't fuck with me we've got we've established that let's just stay away from each other uh you know what i'm saying like that's i don't really know why that's so hard and why people have to take jazz with people that they like, don't care about they don't like that's too much mental energy to pay attention to someone who i already don't want to be around who i don't want to talk to who i don't really care you know for so Maybe I mean, it's just because well, you share a common interest, you know, you, you both love Smash, you know, so like maybe that's... There's enough Smash people that I still don't talk to, man. I, you know, like, Same. Uh, I mean, I keep, I keep my, my, uh, my follower count under 1,000 for a reason. I'm actually trying to get back to 700, but I don't know who else to unfollow. Bro, I'm trying to get down to 50, you know, I'm saying. Okay. Well, no, I, no <laughs> I don't even, I don't, I don't keep track of my follower count, my following count at all. I don't even know how many people I follow. All right, bro. Well... That's going to be I'm it for Reads, guys. Uh, you know, thank you guys for watching. If you came in and watched, uh, you know, hung out with us for a little bit. If you did not or you came in a little too late, we put this on YouTube uh, probably within the next few hours. And on top of that, it ends up being on our Apple podcast. So if you would like to support Hard Reads in a major way, uh, most definitely check out or at least download the uh, Apple podcast. You know, give it a listen when you're you know about to go to sleep or something. Or if you're just hanging out and you're like, yeah, I got time to listen to Smash. That's a good time to listen to Hard Reads. We talk about the hard-hitting stuff. We talk about what's coming up next. And, uh, yeah, we just enjoy uh, we just enjoy doing this. I don't really think there's a tournament this weekend, is there? I don't know of one. There's probably some, like, 
Uh, see, oh wait, no, no, no. There's um, the it's not big, but like there's a Smash Ball happening this weekend at New York City, which they're inviting like Tweaks invited. It's a fifty dollar entry, and okay. it's it's Whoa. a high stakes tournament, and like the theme is that you dress up nicely. Oh, like the drink. players' ball from last year. The players' ball, yeah, that's why it's Smash Ball. The players' oh, okay. ball too, yeah, essentially. So that's happening okay. this weekend. Mm-hmm. All right, that's cool. Well, I guess I mean I might I might check that out. You guys can check that out too. Is that is Max doing that? Is it, he running that thing again? Yeah, Max is running it. Okay, so that's the New York, uh, New Jersey, New York, New Jersey thing. East Coast boys, definitely check that out if you want. It was actually pretty cool to watch last time. It was also pretty cool to watch Smashers realize they have no style. Man, I was I was roasting everyone, but like but three people. There's like two people that came in with suits. Some people was wearing like uh, you know mismatched stuff. Bit too big of suits. Ah, it was a good time, but. What's the more important is, suit. That's the point. <laughs> yeah, too big of a suit though. Oh, like the oh gotcha. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like the, yeah, the I, my <laughs> my mom tried to buy this suit for me for church so I could wear it for the next five years type of suit. Like, you know, one of those suits. Like, oh man, it was gross. Anyway, we'll uh well, someone's gonna try to steal my commando style, most likely. We'll get up with you guys next time. Uh we'll have even more topics, you know, depending on what happens next week. Uh, but also, um, we will probably talk about Congo Saga since that's coming up very soon. So, mm. yeah. You got any last words? Uh, oh, speaking of Congo Saga, uh, they got sponsored by Nintendo uh, today. Oh, big I'm shout out. That. Yeah. So that's cool. Seeing Nintendo still do the sponsor. I, I'm not sure what they're exactly they're doing. I think they're just supplying setups and stuff, but still like just having that endorsement is always a good thing. So it's going to be a cool tournament. Man, man. Definitely. It's, it's pretty, pretty much like the last hurrah for Smash as far as this year goes. So, yep. yeah, man. Uh, definitely show up if you, if you guys are in SoCal show up and if you're not in SoCal definitely give it a watch support 2GG man they've been holding it down for a while so big big ups to 2GG and big ups to y'all for watching no, was, that, was that your final words? yeah I think oh. so alright yeah, well my final words is <laughs> don't uh, yeah stop stop with this with the Twitter beef it's, it's getting old alright you know what I'm saying like let's just let's just work on being a good community you know so people will stop fucking laughing at us all the time and uh and so i don't leave because eventually i'm gonna get older too old and too tired of this and be like you know what i'm gonna get a regular job grow up is basically what i'm saying uh i fucking straw heavy i'll see you next time right here at hard reads good night Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. 
Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.